0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode, and this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. We wear that shoe proudly. uh, I've got a good uh, few hours of sleep. Are are you feeling good this morning? Are you feeling miserable? Are you feeling uneasy? I I can understand the uneasy part. We are hanging in the balance in this election. Um, Firstly, I just gotta say, I feel like I'm in this Christopher Nolan, Mark Burnett. remember Mark Burnett. He produced The Apprentice. We are in a mixture of a Christopher Nolan suspense. You could throw in uh, Cameron as well, the guy from Avatar. And we're also in an apprentice-like state of things. I I feel like this election is really being produced by Brunette and uh, and Christopher Nolan. You know, uh, Joe Biden and Trump spoke last night or this morning. Trump's saying he's going to the courts. I didn't really pick up what Biden said, but um, here is my takeaways so far. If you want to hear them, firstly, this is like a Super Bowl for sure. You have two halves in the Super Bowl, right? And maybe an overtime, but you have two halves. And from what I could see right now, very, very early on. I mean, it feels early on, believe me. Um, the first half was the Democrats coming in there with the early voting, getting that done, shoring it up in the early voting. But is it me or did they kind of just forget to run the routes in the second half? Because when they started counting the election day, the actual day ballots... The narrative I was starting to hear was, well, this is why you gotta show up, you know, this is why the Democrats need to show up. The election day vote. So no matter what early voting says, no matter the predictions before the Super Bowl, one thing is for sure. The actual day itself matters. Election day was not the end of early voting. It was November 3rd. And so if you got to the polls yesterday, congratulations, you might have swung the election a certain way. Because even though 95 million, actually the final total ended up being in the 100 millions of early voting. Even though 100 million plus early voted, that clearly did not do it for the election. So that's my first takeaway. Second takeaway is you got these outlets saying, oh, you know, Pennsylvania was a few thousand behind counting. They were supposed to be at 100,000 after 8 o'clock counting these ballots. They were only at 74,000. And then apparently Philadelphia and the uh, county there and the county, uh, Fulton County in Atlanta, said we're done for the day. We're picking it up in just a few minutes at 8 a.m. I don't know. I really am thankful for the civic service of those counting these ballots. But as a leader, I would say get shifts going and keep counting. I mean, look, this could end up in the 2000 world again, where we just don't know until the Supreme Court tells us we know. (laughs) That is a very likely possibility right now. And just because it seems to be a Trump-leaning court does not mean Trump would win. We've sort of seen that. They've gone against Trump on, or the Republicans in on a, on a few cases. Maybe that would be the case here. But I think people are right to be confused. They're right to be Angry in a sense that these county offices are just packing it up on, you know, 11 o'clock at night, election night. Saying, we'll do this again tomorrow. Really? That's what we're going to do? Is pick this up on another day? I've, I've just never heard of that. I've never heard of a county saying, you know, we'll count these ballots tomorrow. Now, I get it. Why it's tiring. All these early ballots casted, all the mail-ins casted, all the today or election day votes casted. But the human economy could be used here, meaning the shift schedule could be used here to get the job done. I think it's pretty surreal. We're waking up seven minutes before more voting continues. In Pennsylvania, in Georgia. And I I don't know, did he win North Carolina last night, finally? Right now, as of today, 7.49, CNN has it at 2.24, 2.13. And they have the Republicans, who will have a runoff in Georgia also, uh, at 47.46. That's not even settled. Looks like the, the House will indeed go to the Republicans... You have, I think, one of the most bizarre votes yesterday. Um, Which is the fact that Oregonians, Oregon, how do you say it? Do you say Oregonians? I don't know. Is that Oregon voted to decriminalize heroin, meth, and other street drugs. They will decrease the decriminalize the possession of small amounts of harder street drugs, including, but not limiting to, heroin, meth, and cocaine. What they're saying is it would be punishable, but by no more than a $100 fine. Now, this is kind of interesting. Violators can also opt to complete a health assessment for drug addiction, instead of paying a fine. I'm actually okay with that. I think that is a pretty fair compromise. Because how many times do we say all these drugs lead to opioid addiction and then some? So that, that, that seemed like a good compromise. Now, what are they going to do about the dealers? That's kind of what I want to know. Are they going to punish them harder? Are they going to arrest them for dealing the drugs? Because if you don't even do that, then then this bill really is too much. I can live with opting to complete a health assessment, but I can't live with drug dealers being able to get away with selling drugs to people who have addictions or people who are hooked on it. Those people must be arrested for drug dealing. But I digress. You got that. You got New Jersey uh, with marijuana. You've also got um, Nicole Maliotakis and I think Shell Farley too winning their house seats. Showing Max Rose the door in New York 11. I mean that was a big bloody race and Nicole came through with it. Almost in flying colors I would say. You got the Senate looking like it's going to stay with the Republicans. I, I thought that was the biggest fear for me, is that if both parties and legislature See, the last three and a half years, four years, has taught me one big thing. You need a divided House and Senate. Because if you allow one, then things like impeachment would have gone through the Senate too because the House could have had the both. And if they had it, they would have proved it on the other hand. The stopgap is needed in our legislature. There's a reason why we have checks and balances here in America. And that's one of them. Having a one-party legislative branch would be disastrous. I would say the the, the same with the Republicans, too. We cannot have a one-party all the time. We must have a healthy two-party System in the legislative, so it looks like the Senate's going to win there. Um, some key victories: Mitch, Graham, uh, a couple others. Uh, the Hickenlooper law win seems to have not affected the race as much. And then, of course, you've got. Tommy Tuberville, the former Auburn coach, beating out Doug Jones, who was there and kind of was the default because Roy Moore was awful, and Doug Jones was ousted. He's like a one or two. It's like a one-term senator. So they flipped that. And then there were other factors, I think, leading into this uh, whole election. I had seen a couple stories, New Jersey and Ohio, where you see that they were arresting a couple, a mailman each state for hoarding ballots, which I kind of saw coming. I saw that coming in August. And, um,. And then the biggest takeaway today that I'm smiling about right now is that our city didn't burn down. We are all awake. Well, thankfully awake. We are all, if you're listening to this podcast, we're all awake today. And I know I said that four years ago, and then three and a half years later, COVID comes and all this. But for the most part, we can see the sun, thanks be to God. Which is why a spectrum pole on Twitter, really was so kind of odd and hilarious and and sad at the same time. Spectrum poll. uh, Jamie Stelter, the wife of Brian. So how are you feeling this morning? At NY1? Hashtag NY1 politics. You know what 79% of New Yorkers said? They feel worse than yesterday. And I get it. Again, we have the poll. The counting places are open now. We have a country in the balance. We've got President Trump saying he's going to go to the Supreme Court. We've got Biden actually speaking last night. But. What we ultimately have and I've been and I will always say this, I will always hammer it home we have to have, especially in 2020, with so many losses to COVID-19. We have to have a gratitude muscle that is key. That is key. The gratitude muscle is extremely, extremely key. So to say you're feeling worse off than yesterday is really, to me, you you can express your feelings. But it is sad. Because you're alive to see this election. There are 220,000 people, plus, not alive to see this today. There are people who have overdosed that are not here to see this today. There are people who get, you know, killed in car accidents and drunk driving that are not here today. So please save the whole I'm feeling worse than yesterday. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're alive to even post that, to even poll that. I know there will be a lot of therapists, phones ringing from people who are very anxious about this. I understand. But I also understand that I'm grateful today to be awake in America to see how this unfolds. I'm I'm going to keep my cool, keep calm, keep calm for America. And maybe this is a reprieve from the chaos that's about to ensue. I don't know. But I do know that to be able to come on this podcast, to be able to have pulled off radio from my own home as a producer, logging into the studio for months, to be able to not get COVID, I have personally one kidney. And when I talked to this Dr. Farah. Farrah, Farrah Tommy Farah, I realized how vital it is to protect that kidney, more so than just go to the bathroom. I mean, to protect it from getting sickened by COVID. Now, I can question the numbers sometimes. But I can't question its existence. I can't question that this thing is real. It is real. And that's why I'm still trying to be as precautious and cautious as I can. While still living life. While still going into the city today. To work. But to say you're worse than yesterday. I I wish people would see it in a different way. Because they're here to say that. There are unfortunately many that are not. And so I would say yes. I am relaxed as I was yesterday. Calm as I was yesterday. And we've just literally got to roll with it. (laughs) Roll with it on my wheels. Roll with it wherever you are. You've done your part. And the stats say that. Now if we all take a deep, 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 deep breath and not lose our cool the next few days, we can have an enjoyable Thanksgiving. I truly believe it. We can have an honorable Veterans Day a week from today. I truly believe it. But we are alive to see the day after the election. And that is not something to look past. We are alive to see what plays out here. And that is something not to take for granted. We are all part of history, once again. So instead of saying you're worse off, say, you know what? I'm anxious, but I'm thanking God right now to be here to see this unfold. Now, obviously, many people will be anxious if Trump wins a second term. Many people, job owners, business owners, will be anxious if Biden wins and Harris wins. Because, you know, they do say they want to lock us down. They do want to raise our taxes. So there will be anxiety through the roof for some people, as if we didn't have enough this year, right? But I look at it as, we can be anxious... Or be anxious for nothing. I've said that before. Be anxious for nothing, as Jesus tells us. And God tells us. And it's just a powerful thing to say. And to feel. And I I really should get back to posting it, by the way. I used to post it daily. Uh, Let me do it right now, as a matter of fact. And maybe people will say, "Well, what do you mean being for not?" Like it, it seems like you can't even post um, good sentiments because people will say you're not taking this seriously enough. Really, really, you're gonna tell me someone who podcasts, some who, someone who. Someone who um, tries and just be a straight shooter with you about everything. And brings, I hope, a calming force. And I'll let others say, oh, well, he overcame so much. I don't ever feel it. To be very real. I just feel like I roll with it and do what I have to do. I do look back at the pictures and I think, wow, I did go through a lot. But you know, that doesn't really get to me. It might fire me up when I see it or it might inspire me to say, this is it's amazing to be here today. But I don't live off that. Oh, wow, I overcame and so you should listen to me. No, you don't have to listen to me. But I do think it's funny when people, I guess, virtue signal me. When I've never posted anything in malice to anybody. That's the funniest thing, is I've never tried to be malice toward anybody. I've tried to reason, I've tried to bring sense, I've tried to bring calm, I've tried to do what I can. But I've never been malicious. And it seems people put my foot to the fire... More than putting the rioters foot to the fire. Are you kidding me right now? So let's move forward from that. and Obviously say hi to each other. It's a Say Hi campaign. In effect today, throughout, whenever. Say hi to one another. Please. A neighbor voted for Trump or Biden? So what? I've got to tell you a story about this. a Wisconsin Trump reporter a uh, Trump neighbor uh, a Wisconsin Trump supporter replaces neighbor's stolen Biden sign just a few doors away Josh Showman replaced Mr. Tim Place's Biden sign. In Wisconsin. Come on. If, if there were two people like that. That can put differences away. We can all put our differences away. And just say hi. And focus on the bigger picture. That there's no reason to feel bad. Worse than yesterday. Because you're here to be in today. Spectrum 1. Voting in that poll. People voting in the poll. There's no use. In being worse. Than yesterday. Because you are here. To see. Today. And that is God's blessing. And so gratitude muscle. We're literally weeks away from Thanksgiving. Must be stretched. Now I am also. A little frustrated. And I gotta wrap this up. But. A little frustrated. A couple other things. And I kind of listed them in a post. I don't think it's right that apparently in Arizona they were giving Trump supporters Sharpies so their vote was null and void. Who pulls that shenaniganry off? Who pulls that off? Here you go. Here's a regular thing for Biden. But but wait a minute. We don't want you to do... We don't want Trump. So we're going to give you a Sharpie that will null and void We're going to make you think it's good, but it'll null and void the vote. Who does that? It's wrong. It's really wrong, as a matter of fact. But I hope you take no off days in your pursuit to get things done. I hope you don't pack it up on 11 p.m. on a very crucial night. And say, we'll count them tomorrow. It's all good. Is it? Don't the American people need to know? Election night? I think they do. Because there's already stress going into it. So by providing a result the night of, we can figure it out from there. Now you've just pushed everybody a little bit over the top by delaying it more. And yes, it's the second day I brought up podcasting back-to-back days, but I'm fired up and I want to share it. And, And one other thing. You got to go to Alex G in NYC or real Alex Garrett on Facebook. I wore purple yesterday. Because sometime because yesterday was the first time on election day I embraced being a purple state. What do I mean? A purple state is a state that you that has similar support for both parties. Well, I would say in my work, in my podcasting, my blogging, my journey, I am very um, I'm very thankful to have support from both parties along the way, people on both sides of the aisle. It's really all hands on deck for any project, and you can't put politics ahead of that when you're working on a project, when you're working together to build a project, to build a. Build something. So to have the support of those on both the right side of things, the left side of things, the independent side of things, I'm very thankful. And myself, I don't feel connected to either party. I never really have. So I'd like to say I'm my own purple state. And I'm proud of it. And we got to be more like what this neighbor did for... A a fellow neighbor who's a Biden supporter. Replaced his sign that was stolen. That's integrity. That totally dispels that all Trump supporters are evil. And that is a great way to say, say hi. Say hi to your neighbor. It's exactly what I was talking about. In a more intriguing way. But don't shun people out because of political politics aside. It's not the day for that. It's not the year for that. And it's not the year to feel worse than yesterday because we are here to see today. I'm Alex Garrett. We will talk to you soon. Stay safe. Follow the results. Be active, of course. And, of course, for those who got out the vote, congratulations. Your election day vote yesterday will have made a difference one way or the other. With that, I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon.